On this episode of Fan Talks, we're discussing OK Human by Weezer. All right, everybody, welcome to Fan Talks. My name is Alex uh, here in Minnesota, and we've got Seth out there in Denver as always. Um, Seth, uh, we had a producer for last episode, uh, but McCoy uh, hung out with us for one episode and uh, quickly, oh, no. quickly saw that's not something I want to do every two weeks. Yeah, yeah, this is a... Uh... And, and quickly escaped to Utah. No, he will, he will be with, with us next week. He's just uh, unable to record with us. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, yeah, last episode we talked about, uh, the new Hold Steady album, uh, first impressions on its, uh, first day of release. Um, the new Weezer album has been out for about a month now. Um, but Seth, am I, am I correct that you're going in cold? You've not heard a song from OK Human. Yeah. Um, what, so, uh, OK Human is, uh, is a real, really different kind of album for Weezer. Um, and I think you'll agree once, once we dig into it track by track. Um, but what, when you hear, when you hear me tell you that, oh man, the new Weezer album is really different and cool. Or when you hear Weezer say, yeah, we wanted to try some different stuff for this album. What do Mm -hmm. you think? Um, I don't know. I, um, you've been burned before, right? Yeah. I, I have something off topic to mention, but, um, is that a, it might be inappropriate for me to do right now. Sure, yeah, just wanna... ignore my my introductory question. Sure, yeah. I'm what is really it? sorry, but it's so distracting because James Harden is wearing a shower curtain. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I just had to mention James Harden was wearing a shower curtain. He is. Right. Uh, he's gone off the rails in 2021. Anyway, um, so but that's, that's a that's a that's an Alex and Seth podcast classic. I feel like is that you're right. watching ESPN in the background. I should not have the TV on. You're right. I'm sorry. The, the oh no, the... no. I mean, it's it's uh, it has uh, resulted just... in many great podcast episodes in the I past. Was... So feel free to have that ESPN <laughs> I was on. Gonna, I was gonna ignore it. I swear. But then they were interviewing James Harden, and he was wearing a shower curtain. I'm surprised that you don't. Um, you don't comment on the things you're seeing on ESPN that I'm not seeing and the listeners aren't seeing more often, actually. So, yeah. you know, yeah, you got to get one in. You can't just remain okay. quiet all the time. Um, yeah. James Harden wearing a shower curtain um, is, I guess, uh, analogous to um, the level of, I guess, Surprise or unexpectedness, I would I would want I would think about I would think this Weezer album has. That was beautiful. James Harden wearing a shower curtain is like Weezer making a symphonic album. This album for all I yeah, this album I have no idea what to expect. It might be James Harden wearing a shower curtain. Wonderful. I uh, yeah, I I I don't think we need any more uh any more pre-song talk than that. Uh why don't we dive into the first song on Okay, human. And this is a very short album. Like I'm talking green album. Uh right. so um I don't know, maybe maybe you'll be glad about that. Um but maybe. We'll see. Uh, so let's let's dive right into the first song, All My Favorite Songs. All right. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. I don't know what's wrong with me. Parties, but I don't go. Then I feel bad when I stay home. 
All right, so all my favorite songs, Seth. Um, you know, I've had my time to sit with this album for a few weeks, but uh, I want to hear your first impression. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, that is a great song. I feel like it's one of... So, you know, the Weezer catalog, I feel like, is just this constant push and pull of Rivers embracing the finer parts of his musical inclinations, but also uh, always kind of going for, like, the big pop hit. And yeah. And a lot of the time, both sides are compromised. Like he's really, he's written some great pop songs like Island in the Sun. That's a great pop song. You can't deny it as, as just uh, a defining Weezer song, I feel like. You're uh, kind of rolling your eyes. Yeah. Okay, but it's a lot better than like the Black Album. Sure. At least you can read. But then, you know, and then there's, you know, countless uh -huh. examples, uh, plenty on Blue Album and Pinkerton of, um, of him like, and maybe those are better examples of him going for the pop, but also keeping his integrity. But mm -hmm. then, you know, he, he'll have real detours into really, really cool, weird stuff. And I feel like this is a great compromise. Yeah, this isn't, it wasn't like as, as weird as I expected based on what you told me. But, uh, you know, because it was very much, it was a very poppy song by all means. But, you know, yeah, 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 with like a little, uh, some strings, right? It's not, I was going to say wall of sound to no horns, but you know, we got strings and uh, right. so, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good. It's like, uh, it has rock and roll instrumentation too. So I, I thought maybe it would just be like all strings and rivers, but no, it's a, yeah, it was good. It's a good pop song with some great, really nice melody also. Uh, but it, it seems like sometimes nowadays rivers, on actually some of the better things that he actually does writes his lyrics are like a commentary on like his relationship with his fans and the music world in general that's and always, so, yeah i mean back to the shack zombie right. bastards he's going back and forth on how he feels about the fans yeah All right and yeah, exactly. He, he acknowledges that uh, his uh, his love hate relationship on this song, right? He says, "All my favorite people make me mad." Right, so. right. I fall in love with everyone who hates me. He's he's very good at breaking that fourth wall and doing it in interesting ways. It's it's a crutch of his, I feel like sometimes. Uh, well, it's, it's yeah, it, it's he paints himself into corners lyrically. I feel like uh, sometimes this is an example of that of him not doing that though. I feel like this is an original idea with well thought out lyrics paired with a great melody. Right. Right. It's, it seems like right. Some, so much of their music seems like they feel like they're out of touch with reality and their fans and everything else. But desperately right? trying to be in touch. Right. Exactly. But then, um, but then when he writes lyrics like this, it seems like it's so, it's such a, it's such a central it's so close to the front of his mind all the time that mm -hmm. it's like, it's weird. Yeah. So, okay. Human was kind of conceived. It, it, okay. Human uh, has been, that title has been known in the Weezer world for like two years, you know, before this got released. Uh, they were talking about okay. Human before the black album was released. And usually it's like, you know, rivers has this thing where he like, you know, cause recording an album, writing a recording, releasing an album it's a months if not years long process and once they're to the releasing stage he's always on to the next thing he's like i remember when they were promoting the white album he was talking about 
oh yeah whatever white album i got the black album coming next you know that's what i'm really excited about now and so he's been in he's been like that with okay human for a while so i kind you know judging based on how the black album turned out it's kind of like oh yeah this sounds great in concept weezer with strings uh rivers singing about just things about his everyday life which is kind of the concept of okay human is just right. following him through like a day in the life kind of yeah. uh but yeah, it sounds great, but Rivers, I mean, you, you're always like, you're being pulled in so many different ways mentally. Like, can you really focus and make this great? Yeah, and exactly. It really surprised me. It's So how old, how old do you think this song is? Is it? Yeah, I feel like it's probably 2018, 2019. Okay. Um, actually, and actually, Okay Human was supposed to come out after Van Weezer, which was scheduled for, um, scheduled for may last may now it's scheduled for this may if the hella mega tour with green day and follow boy happens then they'll re- like they they made it very clear it's tied to the tour it was made for the tour for a big stadium rock tour and they're gonna wait until that stadium rock tour happens to release it there were three singles released from van weezer be- before okay human came out but okay human came out before van weezer it's really very weird promotional schedule but such is weezer's career i mean like i said he's always talking about the next thing anyway Right, that seems to that seems to be a good representation of Rivers' mind these days. But you know what is really interesting and different is that he's through the the OK Human promotional cycle. It seems he's still interested in OK Human, and I think that talks that says a lot about the music. Because the Black Album, he was also done with the Black Album by the time it was released, even though he'd been talking it up for two years, three years. Right, right. The Black Album, though was like rushed and terrible basically right and this one was like the idea that he actually stuck with and gave right. it proper focus and and that says a lot about the songs and the concept right. yeah so so the delay probably was appropriate yeah know, and like i said all my favorite songs is like the perfect combination of his of of his need to be accepted by the mainstream it's a very uh, it's a poppy song i could see it being a like a real pop hit it right. kind of, it kind of, I feel like it kind of taps into that, uh, right. you know, just there's kind of a, there's a, a sadness, I feel like in current pop, right? A lot of downbeat, down tempo, dark stuff. And it, it, not that it sounds like that, but the fact saying all my favorite songs are slow and sad, you know, it's a great way to tap into that while also maintaining Weezer, Weezer's integrity. A lot of the, yeah, a lot of like, yeah, the stuff that's really popular is slow and sad. The problem is it's not good. It's very boring, though. They're very boring, slow, sad songs. And like kids are are eating it up. And I'm like, come on, you guys got to get out more, man. Right. So, you can like, be this, slow and sad and like. Right. This, there's a good it. way to do this. There, yeah, right. Like, let, me, let me turn you on to some good, slow, sad songs. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Got like some some dude like mumbling through the mumble mumbling, uh, you know, catatonically through auto tune, you know, right? right. Yeah. Um, so. so maybe the key is for Rivers to sing about the kind of songs he likes instead of emulating the kind of songs. <laughs> he likes. Oh, maybe yeah, that's maybe. the happy medium. Right. You sing about the songs that you like in the style that we like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone will be happy. Right. Maybe, maybe that's it. I could uh, see like a decade, like in 2035, like a retrospective on the, on 2015 to 2025. Right. Uh, like the, the oral history 
of pop in the 2010s and 2020s is called All My Favorite Songs Are Slow and Sad. I don't know if uh, Weezer is going to be the, the touchdown that gets the, the, the book named after it. No, but what I'm saying is that Rivers is the commentary. He is the, the musical commentary on the music. Sure, but it's going to be like the title of some Drake song or something is going to be the title of yeah, the book. Yeah. unfortunately. Right. Maybe a chapter can be called All My Favorite Songs and Slow and Sad. Right. Or maybe uh, when I write the comment, when I write the, the oral history on... <laughs> You're going to write the oral history. Well, not, not, but when I, when I put it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will title it after the Weezer song. Nice. Okay, uh, should we go on to Alu Gobi? Gosh darn this cast iron lounger, my butt will bruise. I'd rather be a man on a mission. Oh, oh, oh my God, what's happening to me? Walking down Montana, oh, oh, oh. routines, Okay, Alugo B. Were you familiar with what Alugo B was before you knew you listened to this? Oh, no, I Googled it as I was listening to the song. Yeah. You have a much more exotic uh, palette than I do, so I thought you might. That's true. No, yeah, I mean. I didn't know. know if like Alugo B was something everybody knew about except me. No, I do love Indian food, but I didn't, I've never had, I don't recognize that dish. But uh, yeah, I'm sure enough people recognize it. But uh, anyway, I often wonder this with Weezer songs and Rivers is like, is being tongue in cheek or serious? Yeah. When Rivers is being completely sincere, that's kind of the, he is so unabashedly open about himself that it seems that he might be being ironic, right? But no, he is, this is Rivers as most sincere. But just like the, uh, the, the things he, he lists as like, it are just such like, He's really playing up that like he lives like this yuppie lifestyle, right? Yeah, right. And like, but unironically, I guess. No, like, I think, no, yeah, I think un- unironically. This is, you know, it's supposed to be a document of just his life. He's not like making fun of himself, but that like, you know, like, oh my God, oh, the same uh, Indian dish, that, right? right? Right. Or... And then, like, he mentions chai and, you know, oh, this chai and, like, yeah. So it's, like, it seems like it's almost a song sort of poking fun at, like, um, white, like, uh, trendsters, you know, SoCal trendsters. But, like, that he, and then, like, himself, because he is one, but, but no. He's just sincerely uh, worried about his, (laughs) him getting bored with it or whatever. No, yeah, I think it's it's a completely sincere, you know, 50-year-old's kind of existential crisis. A 50-year-old who's constantly going through existential existential crises. I like I like yeah, right. I like I don't know. It sounds like you're having a it sounds like a like a very pleasant day. It's, it sounds like he's having a a nice pleasant day, right? Right, yeah. He's like, but "Oh he, my god, that's what's all happening? he has. That's the problem. That's all he has is nice pleasant days." But, you know, it's kind of a similar phenomenon that that thing you're talking about it's a similar phenomenon to undone or something like people saw it as like this quirky song, you know, just trying to be goofy, but like, like, he's like, no, I was, that's like, I was writing a sad song and that's what came out. I was trying to write a slow and sad song because those are my favorites. (laughs) Right. Exactly. That. Yeah. I, 
I agree. Yeah, because he because the sort of quirky metaphor, but in that song, the uh, the but the metaphor is like perfectly encapsulates this sort of anxiety he he's expressing. Right. I think kind of. like if you really listen to it, um, the sweater song, right? Right. It's right. like it, it's like a it's like a very uh, quirky but uh, honest like uh, and um interesting uh a reflection of of yeah a state of someone with an anxious state of mind right so uh i don't know yeah but yeah this song i guess a a different kind of anxiety uh white middle-aged have everything kind of anxiety (laughs) and ennui if you will (laughs) sure um What? Yeah, always good to always good to work the word on we i was thinking about what are my favorite words yeah all my favorite words are slow and sad um <laughs> i was thinking about that recently and on we is one of them i came up with another one that i love that i realized i love is circuitous circuitous yeah. circuitous and on we were the two the two top ah, ones i could think of yeah um but uh you know the first two songs i think they do a great job at at fulfilling River's concept for this album, you know, uh-huh. like he's, he's done a really, he's took in, taking a lot of care with the lyrics because when Rivers doesn't put focus on the lyrics, they can be really bad and embarrassing, right. <laughs> but he thought about these and yeah. they're, they're that perfect balance of, of um, just, you know, very quirky and offbeat, but relatable. I love the chorus. The core, oh, the melody is great. It's it's classic, classic rivers. Like he, his feeling for feeling for a good hook. Mm. But uh, I don't know. It leaves it could be. There are spots. I, I think want I know what for you're more. Saying. I want for more. From yeah, that. and there are spots like that lyric. That's why I just say the first two songs. Most of right. it is. There's not too much embarrassing lyric material. No, but... nothing embarrassing. It's just just a little bit short of like really digging into something like maybe it's it's supposed to be like you know uh, i think the choruses aren't supposed to feel like choruses right and, they're and, not and supposed it, I to know like be big poppy right and it, it is a uh, you know right and the songs are shorter and i think they're supposed to be a little bit more down to earth i guess probably or a little and blend in with the song more a little more simple yeah yeah nice and light it's a light chorus right yeah. but it's uh i don't know but the song itself is still very poppy and full and stuff right so. and you know what this is showing to me the first two songs um and you know it's it's true of most of the rest of the album too is that uh like i talked about earlier is that uh one there's a constant push and pull in river's mind of you know the the brainier kind of music and just the you know just the the big simple pop songs. Um, but something that is related to that is that he ever since, I guess really the green album is when he first really pushed against it is like, no, Weezer is not that the Weezer you loved does not exist. You know, like from the red album on, he stopped from red album to uh, Hurley, those three albums and Ratitude mm-hmm. as well. No, no guitar solos at all. Like there, like there are so- spots in those songs there's not a ton of great ones, but there are spots in those where the songs can be totally just incredibly improved by a guitar solo. And you can just feel like there should have been the guitar solo right there. 
There were no um, guitar solos? And he was refi- no, there's no guitar solos on those albums. Um, intentionally. Okay. And um, that's that's kind of like an extreme example of him fighting against that notion of what Weezer is and what people love about Weezer because he's con- okay. he doesn't want to be boxed in by the Blue yeah. Album and Pinkerton, which is fine. That's great. I love that in a musician. It's one of the reasons I love Neil Young and uh, Bruce. Uh, they don't they don't want to be boxed in, um, nice. but it is a detriment because he he takes it to an extreme because he he. Um, sometimes strips away all the things that make Weezer great. And the only th- there's not only one thing that makes Weezer great, and that's crunchy guitars and guitar solos. That's not, that's great for when, when it serves the song, but you don't need it. Um, right. And he seems to think that when somebody, when people do not respond well to a Weezer song or album, it's because it didn't sound like the Blue Album or Pinkerton. When right. That's not the case. Yeah. It's a case of inspiration. And if you were just going for, um, uh, the next chasing trends and going for the next big pop hit. That's when he, that's his downfall always. Right. Um, and this is, these songs are perfect examples that no, you don't have to sound like Weezer to make a great Weezer song or album. You just yeah. have to be inspired. Rivers just has to be inspired. And he is on this album. Okay. So shall we go on to um, Grapes of Wrath? That is such a great song. <laughs> yeah, it's got a. Uh, yeah, we, we get it, Rivers. You're you're in the books. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was? What I just realized is that is the heart songs of literature. For Rivers. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> and, but it's uh, so much better. So oh, much so better. Much, so much better. Yeah, it's a much better song. But it it. Um, I think we did it on the on the previous Weezer episode. We joked about product placements and Weezer songs. Yes. There's an Audible. Audible. <laughs> Audible actually did an ad campaign with this song. Oh my god! Yeah, I would too. I guess, but uh, <laughs> um, that's so funny. Uh, and then he's and now and and then he's he's lecturing everybody else about watching about binging TV shows. When <laughs> also, and the best part is like he's bra- he's not brag, sort of bragging about first off, not even reading, listening to these uh right. this list- and um i'm not the most well-read person neither am i i've read every single book he references in this (laughs) 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 but that's that's a testament to rivers's populism i think ultimately he's a geek populist right so right, he so he mentions so grapes of wrath, obviously. That's a really uh, deep cut. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Uh, and he's also an audible listener. It's not like he's listening to like the fringe audiobook service. Right. No. Yeah. 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 Right. He's audible. Right. Which is what, Amazon, so, right? Right. What What or are the other it? books? No. It was Grapes of Wrath, uh-huh. Catch Twenty Two, Nineteen Eighty Four, and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> When was the Lord of the Rings reference? I didn't catch it. 
Frodo Jonesen for the ring or oh yeah I never even noticed that line wow that's great <laughs> uh, it's even though even though it, even though product placements are not my favorite thing about Weezer songs although there's they're almost there's almost a uh there's I almost took a, you to Best Buy. You took <laughs> me home to meet your mom and dad. Right. There's almost, it's, it's almost. Uh, it's like a yeah. touchstone now. It's almost, I was going to say that word, exact word. It's almost That's another, touchstone. that's my third favorite word. <laughs> oh, wow. We're getting all of them in there. Yeah. Uh, we took a circuitous route to that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, touchstone of, of Weezer songs. Almost. But actually the, um. Yeah, I wish it wasn't a product placement, but um, it does. It does fit like it. I do like the way it fits in the melody, though. That <laughs> my audible. It does. It fit, the word audible fits really well in there, even though you know. I wish it was like something else. Just, yeah. You know. No, I see what you're <laughs> saying. I often have problems with the product placement, but this is one I didn't even think about until you mentioned that. I obviously I realized it's a product placement but it it doesn't feel it feels it feels like it belongs in the song more so yeah um yeah like it like like i was singing if you're wondering if i want you to i want you to one of my favorite weezer titles but he didn't have to mention best buy you could write another line this at least right. it fits way better so it does fit the melody he still could have come up he still could have said something he still could come up with something else but uh i'm not too mad at it I yeah. do like, yeah. Anyway, um, this song did crack. This I know it's I know it's completely sincere, but it's also hilarious. That, oh, that's when Rivers <laughs> is at his most sincere. It's it's at its best when it's funny too. Yeah. So. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, and then he, he listens. Yeah, he listens to audiobooks that you know um, that that the most basic. Um, literature people have all read right and then right. he's lectures and then he, and he's lecturing the and he's lecturing the public about watch about binging zombie shows right right um but no uh the strings it sounds like um i was trying to think of like the kanye song it sounds like at the beginning huh. with all the strings right what yeah, is it, that it does sound kanye-ish <laughs> yeah anyway this i like the so winning like strings, they're very on the beat. Yeah. Like with the strings and the something that, that got yeah. the Weezer fan base really energized about okay human, like, oh, this could be great. And mm -hmm. I think mostly it followed through on that uh promise is that uh but one of the details that leaked early on is that the strings were recorded at Abbey Road. So you know it's like, oh, they're serious about this one. Yeah, it kind of it kind of has like the elements of like the the let it be uh -huh. after after phil Spector, you know produced it you know they'd been sitting on the songs the, another album that like came out a couple of years after a year or two after right but they it's didn't have it like but they gave it to phil Spector and he produced it and he added like the wall of sound stuff so you know so what um and we're, we're referring to the replacements let it be of course yeah <laughs> um what uh so we talked about earlier that this is like the heart songs of literature. What makes this a better song than heart songs? Because it came from the same place. I feel a right. lot of the lyrics on this album, like the details of them right. remind me of red album songs, you know, like 
like everything yeah. dangerous, you know, that very detailed, like lots of very detailed things um, right. in the lyrics. But, uh, and so it's coming from the same place. I feel like when Rivers wrote Heart Songs, he felt the same as when he wrote um, Grapes of Wrath. Like he's like, he probably thought the same of the song. So maybe makes this a better, such a better song to you. Uh, well, I mean, heart songs is just you, you, you abhor heart songs. Yeah. It's a terrible song. It's like so corny. Um, it isn't somehow it's not different. I mean, it's kind of corny, but it sounds good, but it's, it's corny in a, in a good way. Yeah. And also it's not like, it's much more, even though it's very sincere, it's much more like, reasonably sincere instead of like schmaltzy you know it's just yeah. like this is just like reflect you know this really is just a song about what he likes you know what what rivers is into right now as opposed to like trying to um you know make this grand statement about like his you know about you know listening to the same you know about hearing songs on the radio and this you know maybe maybe maybe, maybe yeah yeah maybe this is you know this is less tied he's not since he's not an author he's a musician it's less tied to his identity and he yeah just, i don't know he was able to detach himself enough from it to like make a good song right right but i don't know i mean who knows why well <laughs> but the first three songs rivers has has sometimes you just write a good one and sometimes you write a bat sometimes your song just... the weezer story such is life for weezer <laughs> yeah uh, uh so far he has commented on the current pop music trends this is also shorter and much more uh this this song um heart songs suffers from a uh long-windedness and a uh you know just right this song and a shitty title heart songs <laughs> heart songs this right. is called heart books heart Came books. Up with a better title um yeah and uh right and so but this song is just it's much more direct and um has has like an actual uh is like has has like actual melody at the center of it instead of just meandering looking for a uh for like a, a purpose this has like a, a a musical thesis to it it doesn't it doesn't just like amble yes so that's another great know. word <laughs> right so uh i think that uh these could be reasons what for what makes one song what the difference between a good song and a shitty song i guess <laughs> yes all all defining factors all <laughs> right i think we're more well read than we give ourselves credit for because we use a lot of good words ah uh, yes that's true i you know we talk good <laughs> we talk good. Um, we have the best words the best words <laughs> <laughs> um so Okay, so 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 far Rivers has covered uh, current pop music trends. He's covered uh, the book world, you know, the New York Times bestseller list. Well, not not really like the classic, the like, classics. Yeah, he, anyway. he, but he's covered your Barnes and Noble crowd. They're yeah. satisfied. Although is Audible killing Barnes and Noble? Like, are they actually competitors? I'm sure. Yeah, that would make sense. But you're gonna love this next song. This is he's about to cover math culture. Oh, okay. Let's right. hear numbers. All right. Numbers. 
Hell yeah. Numbers. Um, All right. Shout out to the Fibonacci sequence. Here, I, I didn't notice that until just now, the Fibonacci. That's great. I noticed it immediately. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. A great I, song. I forgot to mention, it, so he also <laughs> covered foodie culture in Olu Gobi. So really hitting right, on right, all, right. all aspects of society through himself. Yeah, I don't know if this... He does, uh, even though, even with the random Fibonacci sequence thrown in there, um, I don't know if, uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is so much a, a number song. Also, so some lyrics in here, I don't know. <laughs> you're not, I'm surprised you're not a fan of numbers. It seems like it's your least favorite song so far, at least. Yeah, easily. Wow. It's my favorite so far. I think the chorus, uh, call on me and tell me... That's a classic Rivers chorus. That's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Uh, uh, it's okay. Yeah. Maybe I maybe need it. It's uh. So what? 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 Maybe 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 uh maybe I uh maybe I'm just uh. You're too close to the numbers. I'm too like, close to the numbers. I uh. Being a I math think, teacher. Uh, right. I, well, you know, maybe I just uh, you know, if. The more bombastic something is, I think the more critical I, I become. Okay, this doesn't this doesn't reach heart songs level of bombast. Oh no no no! I'm just saying that you know I'm I'm having a virgin to bomb. It's like if it's gonna be bombastic, it you know you gotta you better fucking hit. You better be born to run or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I wonder, or at least hungry heart, as mentioned in heart songs. Um, <laughs> um, I wonder if maybe a, a literature critic or something would feel the same way about uh, Grapes of Wrath. Maybe. That song is, that song is way... Able to appreciate it. And I, as a casual numbers fan, can appreciate numbers. I don't know about that. I, that song is much catchier, I think. Uh -huh. it, it, it hits more just in the pop groove. So does this kind of... Is this a misfire lyrically that Rivers is kind of prone to when he gets... Into the yeah, well, first off, who's ever been told that their IQ is too low for poetry? Yeah, I don't know. I don't read poetry. Um, my IQ yeah. may be too low. No one's ever told me that. Right. But yeah, I don't think so. Uh, he, is, he is prone to, uh, when he gets into his detailed lyrics, that he can get a little too cute, maybe. Yeah, precious. Maybe. Yeah, a little precious. Yeah, but um, that's not something that sticks out to me about this song. I... I really like numbers. So what what's its downfall to you? It was uh yeah, just the the strings are just like really yeah, it's just like this I don't right, I don't love it like when songs like are hugely swelling in a way that doesn't like you know, I love a great swell, but I don't like a swell that's just there because it is, you know. It's you need like, to earn that swell. It's like if we're we're staying on the long uh the let it be uh uh, sort of it's like it's like the old version it's like the let it be original or the one the phil specter version of like the long and winding road it's like got all this unnecessary it's like it should be like a quiet like song and then like a like years later it came out as just like that with like mostly just the piano but it came with like all these like corny strings and stuff that like was that are you referring to much. let it be naked yeah let it be naked but you want it's okay naked human Okay, naked human. Anyway, um, yeah. Where's the webcam song on the webcam right, song right, on the right, human? Right. That uh, should have been like the title track. The cam girl. Yeah. Naked, okay, naked, naked human. 
Um, all right. Do you but, take uh, offense to the generalization of math in this song? Kind of like the generalization of literature, like that math uh, is all about multiplying and dividing. Like it's a very, it's a very um, popular. No, I don't know. I don't think this is, math. I don't think, I mean, I think he's using, I don't think this is a song about math. So no, I don't. Even though, you know, I know it is called numbers. And, and it's got a Fibonacci reference. It does have a Fibonacci reference. So that that's the mathiest part. Yeah, I don't I don't mind the rest of the math stuff. I don't I just don't find these lyrics like particularly great. It's not it's not like terrible, but yeah. also I mean your IQ's too low for poetry. That's weird. Uh yeah, this this whole numbers are out to get you. Yeah, it's it's laying it on a little heavy. Laying it on thick. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. You know, but if if your worst line so far is your IQ is too low for poetry on a Weezer album. You're doing pretty well. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's not my favorite, but it's not. It's fine. Okay. Well, it is number four. Like Heart Songs was number four. So you got a thing about the number fours on Weezer albums. Yeah. Okay. Um. So shall we go on? Yeah. You're playing my piano. I'm mean, gonna spoiler alert. Playing my piano is kind of my numbers of the album. Ah, all right. Yeah, you know, like that one. Playing my piano is kind of what it's kind of the um, perfect example of what I feared OK Human would be, like in a lot of Weezer fans, like just a kind of a literal run through, just describing everything around him with no nuance. That's what playing, that's what I feared OK Human would be. I had high hopes and they were mostly well founded. But yeah, playing my piano is just like, uh, there's just the, the lyrics you mean yeah it's just it's just yeah too... yeah no i agree especially the first verse was, i i what one thing that really bugs me is um the repetition of the word upstairs in the first line upstairs upstairs yeah why didn't it just say my wife and kids are upstairs my wife it wouldn't i don't know you'd have to fit it in you upstairs. could say something else though i mean yeah my wife is upstairs my kids are upstairs my yeah kids i know are... Yeah, but it's in service of like a, it's not like that melodic of a line. You could have at least said downstairs. My wife is upstairs. My kids are downstairs. You could have at least varied it that way. Yeah, my wife is upstairs. My kids are outside. I don't know. I, I mean, he doesn't have to rhyme. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's um, so the best way I've heard it described, this isn't my original thought, but I, I saw it on the Weezer message board. Somebody likened it to like a song that, jason siegel's character would play and i love you man like in that <laughs> he's writing right it's that's in the perfect it does it does it is it is definitely very like expository i get or you know or yeah uh, and i I, li I appreciate that about it since this album is so piano based right and everything so i appreciate that and it, it's kind of a theme song for the album but yeah the lyrics actually just aren't there the instrumentation is there i, I yeah really, no the lyrics are funky the second verse i actually really like them instrumentally anyway it's this is the this is the this is the beatlesiest uh song so it far. is yeah 
Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I loved, I actually, so I actually, you know, as even though, even though that, that, yeah, the repetition of like the word upstairs and you're like, you're, you're right. Like just the literal, the, uh, just, you know, it's, it's a little, uh, wait, I've used this before on a, on a podcast. I just can't remember which maybe Weezer. It's a little, uh, Rebecca blackish. Like it is, no, it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 random just um, just random observations of things as you like exactly it is it is kind of friday-ish yeah uh but um yeah but i i don't know i get past it at some point you know like um, i said with numbers for you like if if this is your numbers, worst song you're doing pretty well right yeah yeah i think numbers like right at least there's like this even if he's laying it on too thick there's like this metaphor sort of at the center of it this is just literal it's just literal uh uh but i don't know the second verse is is better um also okay but uh i like guffawed at um at the Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, how did we not mention that yet? Um, <laughs> what a reference! Uh, Kim Jong Un could blow up my city. <laughs> yeah, talk about coming out of nowhere. Like I was talking about the Best Buy reference coming out of nowhere. Yeah, this is like that times ten. Oh, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, that might be my so, favorite part of the part of the song. Other than yeah, the, no. at least lyrically. Well, that yeah, lyrically, that whole verse is is great though. The the drum kit and the yes, the way the, the drums piano. come in. Uh, yes, yeah, the drums are really the good. Strings. And yep. the strings, yeah, yeah. That's a that that was cool actually. That was a good verse. There's tons um, of great moments like that on OK England. Yeah, yeah. It, really, we're talking about the lyrics a lot, but instrumentally, <laughs> you would cringe if you pay attention to the lyrics. But if you don't, if you ignore them musically i'd rather i for the most part liked it a little better than the uh the overwrought strings on the uh numbers right yeah numbers was okay too but i yeah neither song was like my favorite but um but i like but you know this song i thought had cool moments in it and yeah, especially the second the second verse uh i get i get i do get the uh Feeling. playing playing my piano in uh covid times for me has been uh playing my chess playing my chess right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah very uh, relatable for for covid era this whole thing the whole album even though it was conceived of before then it's they kind of uh had a happy accident with that you know timing wise um okay so uh mirror image yeah all right Mirror Image. Mirror Image uh, would easily be my favorite song if it's just a little bit longer. Yeah, you got just some... a little m bit more development. I like it. It's like a guided by voices song. You know, it's just like I have I have one idea and it's a good melody, and I'm not going to 
I don't have more to it. I just, this is what it is. And this is, I don't need to dress it up. Right. Just, that, Cause that's a classic rivers melody. Yeah. That the opening, she's my mirror image. And yeah, uh, like you mentioned the drums on uh, playing that piano, the drums are really great. There's some really cool fills on, uh, right. on mirror image. And I love, we haven't talked about this yet, but the song, the songs don't really take a break. They all bleed into each other, which I love. Right. Right. Yeah, playing yeah, my piano into mirror image. I was about to say it's kind of hard that we're listening to these yeah. one at a time because you can because you can hear them start to transition to the right. next, which uh, has, so. hasn't been done a lot on Weezer albums. I guess kind of like what does Holiday right. go into Only in Dreams? Kind of yeah, but this is like this is like one consistent movement. It's, yes, right. It has sort of you know this opera feel to it, which I love. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's like image. one. It is like one big piece, like one symphony or yeah. something. Right, with different movements. Another great thing about Mirror Image is the Brian Bell backing vocals. This is the first time he gets to shine on this album. All right. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, so yeah, Mirror Image is great. It's just I wish it was just a little bit longer. Yeah. They're all these are all short songs, but um, this this deserves more development. I feel like it's it, it, what it reminds me of is Rivers. Um, you know, on his his website, uh, this caused a uh, huge this is like the biggest event in weezer fan history is him releasing like 20 30 hours of demos of just just emptying his whole hard drive onto his website and you could buy it all for you know and you could buy a hundred songs from each era of his career for nine dollars each and it, it's just like it, like everyone just couldn't believe this is happening like just weezer fans going crazy like this is the dream of all dreams if you're a weezer fan and there's so many so much great stuff and uh there's fully developed songs there's little ideas um and uh, something that happens with some of the best songs is that they're like a minute 30 long and it's like if you just uh, develop a little bit more add a bridge add a solo repeat the chorus a couple times it would have been a full song and so that is kind of a similar thing with this, uh, where it's just just a world of promise um, and just a little more, it could have been turned into a full song. Uh, not that it's not a full song, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, been a, cla- a full song in the sense we are used to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so so after side A, what do you what do you think of Okahemian? Better than you expected? About yeah. Expected? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's better. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's it's just in, it's so inspired. I feel it's it's the most inspired Weezer album. I feel like maybe since the Red album, when you know, like in terms of like just you can tell Rivers loves this, and it's like oh yeah, getting so creative, you know, mm-hmm. more than oh you, even than like the two good albums in between. Everything like- will be all right in the end, and the White album. I feel like it, yeah, because especially with the White album, he talked about how. So Jake Sinclair, the producer of this album, also produced the White Album. And he was talking about, yeah, Jake won on the White Album, but I'm going to win on the Black Album. I think there's kind of a sense that Jake, you know, Jake, in, in from the fan perspective, was the one to finally get them to sound like an approximation, like just uh, the Blue Album updated 20 years later, kind of, you know, like not sounding exactly like the Blue Album, but kind of us coming from a similar place. But there's a sense that, I think from Rivers that uh, he was kind of forced by the producer. Like he's the first producer to get them to sound that way, but the first producer to kind of win and force him to sound that way. I mean, it's his album. Why? It's just 
Rivers must have agreed with him on some level, right? He would have just otherwise he would have just fired him and said, no, right. I'll make sure, make it sure. myself or make it with someone else who but I want. That whole album is it, the lyrics are basically just random lyrics that Rivers put together a spreadsheet of and like put a program together to say, okay, this, you know, just put random lyrics together. Like that's how he did the lyrics for the white album. And these have a much more human quality, obviously. That's true. Uh, so I've never been a fan of that whole just mixing and matching random lyrics approach. And then everything will be right in the end. I love everything will be right in the end. It's, it, I feel like they're about the same quality. Okay. Human and, and that, but that one also feels somewhat uninspired in that it's kind of a big apology for gratitude and you know it's like trying to win fans back this is more just organic i feel like yeah so i feel like it's at least as most inspired since the red album okay uh, yeah um okay side b all right uh let's hear screens screens yeah another great chorus no that's a great one what is the well i like the verses better even really yeah especially the what god what song does it remind me of again i'm i'm a lot i'm really useful oh it reminds me of some song is it a kanye song again no i don't think it's a kanye song it's a little like an he's maybe like a michael jackson song or something Hmm. i don't know but the do 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 right do, right do, i love do, that do, 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 do. yeah that's the best part of the song and like with the strings and everything somebody disagrees with you in the back yeah <laughs> um so anyway. something a thought i had a couple of thoughts i had while listening to screens is um i feel like now that rivers has teenagers he's finally able to accurately or more accurately than he has in the past, able to yeah. uh, approximate the teenage experience, like looking at your phone, memes, should be yeah. doing homework. I will to say this. I, I will say... Uh, he does a good job at that. I'm, I'll, uh, I'll criticize one thing, yeah. and that's uh, everybody, especially, you know, a lot of the artists I listen to have been even the ones that are coming out with new music have been established for a while now. Right. And they all have their very trite commentary on the digital age. You know, it was like, you know, like St. Vincent's was great, but everybody, right. <laughs> everybody digital wit- you can't hold everything to digital witness though. No, I know. But just like everybody feels like they have to write this song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know, and point. it's like, you don't have to write this song unless you truly have some, like a, something original to. And so I don't know this has, it does have good lyrics actually for the most right. part, but it doesn't. The delivery is great. The idea is certainly isn't original. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like a song like this belongs on an album. If it belongs anywhere, it belongs in an album like this. Called OK Human, right? right? Which is a play on OK Computer. Right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Which, which I should touch on 
we should touch on i i've never been a fan of that even when i was excited for the concept of the album i don't i mean do both your upcoming albums have to be references to other bands van, <laughs> van halen and radiohead like can't we come yeah. up with something else but that's a minor right it is it, yeah well it also is has not it's not related to that album at all it's not like it's not like it's not like using the concept of that album and like putting a new twist on it. It's just stealing the name and, but you want to write an album about being a human. So I get, I kind of get it. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but anyway, it doesn't matter really that much. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, <laughs> some of these lines are good and, but, but yeah, the what they're commenting on is nothing. He's not saying anything particularly interesting. Even on um, on a, I'm gonna I had to look up again the name of the song to remember Alugo B. Even right. on like Alugo B, where he, he's just like it feels like a more I don't know. Uh, at least it's like it's like something that's uniquely his or some like right. it's actually yeah. about like his life i mean i know this is about his life but it's everybody's life everybody's life. everybody yeah. right it's not right you're not you you don't have to tell us that everybody has a cell phone now we know everyone has a cell phone it's like yeah obviously that's the world we live in everybody uses their phone a lot um you know and and so unless you're gonna say something about it that other than like yeah what a shame that everybody always looks at their phone you know Right. As one of the commenters on Genius said, okay, boomer. But like, <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's just like, uh, yeah, something, uh, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta um, come a little more, I'm quoting 311 now, come a little more original. There uh, we go. I never thought I'd see the day. But, uh... <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go after the, uh, the digital world. I mean, um, yeah, like, song you like no FX. They're coming full range. Ronnie Size <laughs> is coming full range. Uh, yeah, right. But other than that, it's still a great song. It might be even even as even though um, I'm sick of everybody writing this song, it still might be my favorite on the album so far. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know. I think probably the first one, but this one's a contender. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Okay. Then uh, Bird with a Broken Wing. with a broken wing uh rivers is great at singing from the perspective of animals um i don't know if you've you've heard the red album bonus track pig but that's one of my absolute favorite weezer songs and uh, this is good too yeah uh yeah this is a good one it's, just, uh, I it's like an it. example of what playing me my piano could have been if you just would have added a little metaphor i mean because <laughs> this would be this would right. be as as painful as playing my piano can be in terms of laying it on thick without uh -huh. the, the metaphor. Yeah. yeah it could have been, I'm a washed up rocker <laughs> at my piano. 
but no, <laughs> no he, he put more thought into the lyrics a little nuance and yeah they have a really good song <laughs> right exactly um yeah uh so yeah I, I agree i think um i think the lyrics are are fine they're good the melody has got a nice soaring chorus yeah nothing revolutionary but it, it doesn't it doesn't uh you know like it doesn't take away from the beautiful melody it just right I like the first verse. I like the verses. Or like, the bridge, I could just, eh. the bridge yeah. is, bridge is a little, uh, um, oh, yeah. uninspired. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the chorus is good. Maybe one more chorus than it needs. I don't know. I could go either way on that part. It is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you could take a little um, running time away from this and add it to Mirror Image. Yeah, well, you know, the songs get what they get. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no, good song. Good song. I love the line in the first verse, I was hunting krill. Yeah, well, I have a question, though, about, uh, I guess, one of the lines in the first verse. Is, I was hunting, huh? Yeah. Um, he says, thrashing in my mandible. It was, huh? isn't, a, isn't, a, isn't the mandible part of the anatomy? It doesn't make any sense. Isn't the mandible your jaw bone? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Does, how can you thrash in your mandible? Well, I guess it's more he's thrashing with his mandible. Thrashing in my mouth with my mandible, I think is what he's going for. But <laughs> I don't get it. It is a All weird right. way to say I was chewing on something. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we, we criticized him for saying I was chewing on something, basically, with playing on the right thrashing getting more you could thrash your mandible but you can't thrash in your mandible i don't know right yeah no i i agree i see what you're saying yeah okay all right anyway whatever uh not a big deal um i i was thinking like he had like a nest made out of jaw bones that could be (laughs) that's making sense but anyway uh all right dead roses yeah Okay, Dead Roses. Um, yeah. I think, you know, uh, you know, you were uh, commenting on the mandible line. Uh, and here we have like cranium, uh, <laughs> something that's off his cranium. I think, you know, he could have said brain or head, but Rivers is just showing how well read he is. And how, he is. How you, big of a vocabulary he has. That's true. I did learn a word from this song. So I'll give him. Oubliette? Yeah. <laughs> I've no, I did not know that one. Not so there line. you go. Uh, uh yeah what is dead roses going for i don't quite know it's the first song where i i don't know like how is this relating to his life um i don't necessarily i mean i get the i get the sort of uh mood of the song but sure. i don't know if there's any specific maybe he uh, feels trapped in his house is maybe that's what it's kind of going for yeah um well if, you, if you're feeling trapped in your house just play your fucking piano yeah, yeah. Think about it. 
<laughs> right. I mean, your kids are upstairs. Like, your wife uh, is upstairs. Your wife is upstairs. Just play your piano. Yeah. Sing about how you're a washed up rocker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, it does feel like sort of, um, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't seem as, as personal to him as more of a general, like sad love song kind right. of, but fine. Uh, yeah, maybe it is, maybe it, maybe it's not, maybe it's both. I don't know. Um, so yeah. It's a good uh, yeah. one. It's probably the most, it's the most anonymous so far. Yeah, it is, but it's it's still strong. It's got yeah, it's yeah, strong good, song. good strings and stuff and yeah. a good solid chorus. Yeah. Um yeah, so I I like it. I think the last two songs have been like both solid, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well um I guess on to another song we'll probably have even even less to say about because it's like 20 seconds long. Okay. All right. Everything happens for a reason. should we just do that one with the next song it seemed like they're kind of well i think i think go together to say rivers was playing his piano <laughs> that's all that needs to be said about that song yeah i i feel like it should go with it it, it should could, be its own song it should it just, should just be part of the next song i don't i don't understand that it basically is yeah it's sort of a little bit of an interlude but it's also sort of just like an intro to the right song. all right anyway here comes the rain again, falling on my face like a melody. Here comes the rain. I think that's a really strong Rivers chorus. Yeah, it's very, it's, even though it's a song called Here Comes the Rain, it's obviously really sunny. Almost too sunny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little much on the end. Uh, is it, is it, is it, it's just one where he's laying it on too thick? Uh, it's, it's just like the, you know, like overly happy, like you know, like uh, like kids dancing in the back. It's it's a little shiny happy people-ish. Shiny, it's it's the shiny happy people. Okay, um, and I but, love shiny happy people. So no, it's fine. It's it, you know, it's good actually. I, I enjoyed most of it. But man, at the beginning with the piano, I thought yeah. I was I was like, oh yeah, this is song. Is this is the be... penultimate, the classic penultimate. I like this uh, song is going climax. to. I think the next song fucking rules. Um, okay. So, so um, look forward to that. But uh, I think this is a very strong Weezer uh, uh, product placement. The Morton Girl. That's strong. Morton Girl, you're That's right. That's like, you're not, you're going for something of yesteryear. You know, something a little yeah, upset. Right, you know? right. Yeah, he's not going to make as much money on so, that. Uh, yeah. 
Right. I only, my umbrella makes me look just like the Morton girl. Really, Rivers? Is that what it makes you look like? <laughs> you're, you're just a man carrying an umbrella. Well, well, yeah. Um, Are all people carrying umbrellas the Morton girl? And I was going to say, it is raining. Does everything have to be... Does everything have to be related to the to to uh, to corporate America? Well, in River's mind, yes. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's trying to be a human, uh, you know, right. he, he cannot escape his, <laughs> okay, his corporation, uh, his human-like uh, drive towards capitalism. <laughs> okay, corporation. Okay, corporation. Yeah, that would be a better album title. Anything else? But here comes the rain. Um. Uh, yeah, lyrics are okay. I don't know. Yeah. No, not really. Okay. All right, then on to the last song, La Brea Tar Pits. Hell yeah, La Brea Tar Pits. That's my favorite song in the album. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. I really like it. I don't. I like the. I think I'm gonna stick with the first song. You're in all my favorite songs, man. Yeah, I think all my favorite songs are, is my favorite song. I think La Brea Tar Pits is kind of. It's just like the uh, perfect, perfect balance of the the existential metaphor Rivers is going for while also um you know incorporating his life and his you know being yeah. to Los Angeles obviously um and yeah the the chorus is just so good that melody sinking in the Brea Tarbes um yeah I don't want to die because this is that's a good line just the way the the yeah. of that line uh-huh. the way it goes still so much you give the like in the way the strings and the drums accent that give line like it just does it goes to an unexpected place lower than you would think a chorus would go instead of going up it goes down and it actually kind of reminds me speaking of this the uh the demos that he released uh one of the songs it's a, and it's a finished song and it's on what would become everything will be all right in the end um, it's a song called A Boat on the Sea, and it has kind of a similar uh, quality to it where the chorus kind of goes down, which I really like. Um, yeah, so uh, that's it's just, this is one of my favorite modern era Weezer songs. Well, we, we've said enough about La Brea's Arpit, unless you have any other thoughts. No, yeah, I, I, I like it. I think it's appropriate to close the album. I, I like the... Um, you said like the cello again, sort of like, you know, it doesn't remind me of a Kanye song, but sort of like the song that reminded me of a Kanye song with the cello and the drums and like as the, the rhythm section there, um, uh, was, was cool. Um, so yeah, it's a good song. I like it. Um, it's a good album. Yeah. And you know, the, I, Please. the, the songs on like the white album and, some of the better songs on Pacific Daydream all incorporated Los Angeles. Uh, a terrible song on the Black Album, Living in L.A., also incorporated Los Angeles. Yeah. But, but uh, so this reminds me of that. Uh, Rivers 
is that's something he's been become really skilled at in uh the later part of his career is adding location to his songs making uh-huh. them feel like they're of a place uh right. and this might be the best example of that uh, yeah right and he's right uh because you think about old Weezer songs, they didn't really feel like they're taking place somewhere, but he's become that's really good. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, using the tar pits from the LA area where he lives and, you know, and this idea of a tar pit for, <laughs> as a metaphor for his career at the moment or in his life, you know, in general. So I think it's just more about his, his constant existential crisis. Yeah, Not that yeah. okay human blew up the charts uh i think it did okay but did it but yeah. it, you know it's not it's not designed to be a huge huge seller which i you know it did as well as the albums that are so at least this one was like really well thought out and well received you know it's right. a critical uh what what's the metaphor rivers is better with metaphors the the critical uh feather in his cap okay yeah, yeah i just Right, which right. Weezer could use lately, and but without without any um, without any loss commercially, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Same same result. <laughs> so might as well just make the music that actually inspires you, right? Um, yeah, uh, you know ri- what Weezer's career has taught me is that there will be another Black album, there will be another Teal album. This doesn't mean Weezer is like back. They're never back. It's always, they're just, right. they, there's this varying is what, states of Weezer. It's what they get. are. Yeah. I think I think it's well established at this point. Yeah. They, uh, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, but I guess the good news is if you're still following them, is that they will, they can still do good stuff. Right. That Weezer always exists. And yeah, okay, Human proves that, I think. Um, yeah, wonderful album. Um, okay, well, I guess that does it for okay human episode. Did you have any It's good for questions? me. No, it's just good for me that, uh, that I'm friends with you. You can just vet all the Weezer albums from me for me. Right, I and I tell you. All right, you're going to listen to them anyway. Oh, hey, so. Seth, you know what's a really good one that you should check out? They do a lot of cool things. It's the Black Album. You should yeah. listen to that one. Right, no. <laughs> I, I could. I, I, I remember your disgust towards that, <laughs> so I don't have to do it myself. You know, just like, and I don't, you know, you get all worked up about it, and I don't care. I just never right. listen. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was good. I liked it. Glad I, I heard it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, We will be back, hopefully, with McCoy next time uh, producing us. Uh, We'll certainly sound better. For everyone's sake. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay. So uh, thank you for listening to Fan Talks. We will see you in a couple weeks. Mm